Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Paloma Alamode, the podcast. I'm Paloma, and today is a sad day in Hollywood and pop culture because the beloved singer and actress Olivia Newton John passed away yesterday at 73 due to breast cancer. I know she had a long battle with that. Uh, but so, if you don't know who Olivia Newton John is, she played Sandy in Greece, she sang the song Physical. Um, <laughs> A lot of other things. Four-time Grammy Award winner. She was nominated a bunch of other times. She's great. Everyone loves her. Everyone in Hollywood loves her. Um, so it is a sad passing. But in light of that, we are going to talk about Grease because I love Grease. It's my fav- one of my favorite movies, at least. Um, and it was Olivia Newton-John's most famous role. So let's talk about it. Grease came out in 1978 and, interestingly, was the highest-grossing movie musical of the 20th century, which... There were a lot, a lot of movie musicals in the 20th century, so it's kind of an accomplishment, kind of a big deal. Um, Before I get started with anything else, I want to say first and foremost, Sandy's name was not Sandra D. Everyone's always like, oh, Sandy D, oh, Sandra D. Everyone literally has been saying since Olivia Newton-John passed away, oh, my favorite, Sandra D, oh, my favorite, Sandra No, 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 no. Her name was Sandy Olsen. Sandra D was the song, sure, you got that right, but that's not the name of the character. So I think everyone should just know that so that we all just collectively don't have to keep making a fool of ourselves. <laughs> not that I was doing that, but it just would bother. It's been bothering me for years, so I'm glad I could get that out in the open. Now, another thing I want to talk about is the cast. So great cast, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John with the main stars. But so the characters are all you know, 17, 18, because they're about to graduate high school, right? The cat, the uh, actors, not so much. They were quite a bit older. I know John Travolta, he was 23, but so not too much older than his character, but still, it's a different. It's not 18. Olivia Newton-John turned 29 while playing Sandy. Uh, the actress who played Rizzo, Stockard Channing, was uh, 33. She was the oldest in the cast, which like, that's not old, but it's a little old to be playing an 18-year-old in high school. Um, Kaniki was 26. Uh, what's her name? Marty. She was 21, so still not that bad. Sunny was 31. Frenchie was 26. Uh, Barry Pearl, who played Duty, was 27. And then um, Jan was 30. Putsy was 20, so he was young. And then everyone else was around 30. So it's kind of hilarious. When you watch it, you're like, that guy is literally a man. Which maybe they weren't, maybe they, uh, you know, to retake some grades in high school, who knows? But yeah, it's hilarious. Watch, if rewatch it and no- you'll notice like, oh, they are not 18. <laughs> um, but that, people do that a lot, you know. Um, what's interesting is for the character of Danny Zuko, A, the guy who played Kaneki in the movie, Jeff Conway, he had played Danny on stage several times. And then, uh... Henry Winkler, if anyone knows who that is, he's in the show Barry now. He's like the acting coach, I guess. But at the time, he was in um, Happy Days and played a very Danny Zuko greaser character called the Fonz, if you know who the Fonz is, one of my faves. And so he almost played Danny Zuko, but he didn't want to be typecast as like this greaser guy because in real life, he's so not. Um, So he was not play he chose not to and uh john travolta was chosen um and other interesting choices to um, who almost played characters lucy arnez which who is uh lucille ball and desi arnez's daughter 
almost played Rizzo. She was like gonna do a screen test and everything, but Lucille Ball got in a huge fight with the producers because that used to be her production studio, Paramount. And yeah, she got so mad and then she didn't end up playing Rizzo. Marie Osmond was gonna play uh, Sandy and Carrie Fisher almost played Sandy. They didn't. I'm kind of glad. I think Olivia Newton-John was a good choice. Interestingly, so the character of Sandy in the play slash if you've seen Grease live, they were originally American. Like she was supposed to be American, but Olivia Newton-John couldn't do the accent and they were like, oh, let's just make Sandy from Australia, which I think makes sense. Like I, I, I like it. Um, yeah, interesting. What's hilarious to me, I remember there was a time, because I grew up loving Grease and my friends and I watched it all the time and we just loved it. Um, but what's so funny is that I remember at one point there was a time where people were like, oh, cancel Greece because the message isn't good. Like you have to change, which I guess that's not, but people still love it and I don't really care. But, um, the message of it that you, they both change themselves for the other person. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like oh he loves her just the way she is like no she comes out in her leather pants and leather jacket um you know and he's a jock now to like win her back it's just very funny and very for these days kind of backward so it's just um funny like everyone still loves that movie and recognizes oh yeah i wouldn't do that now that's not really acceptable now but still a great movie everyone loves it which yeah i agree let's just gloss that over um Let's get into more like the behind the scenes. So, well, okay, well, first of all, I just want to say Kaniki, the character of Kaniki, is so underrated. If you watch that movie again, I think, okay, I think everyone needs to watch the movie and just look at a different person every time you watch the movie because everyone's doing something different and it's so funny and everyone has so much energy. Like, Kaniki, I don't know what he's on, <laughs> but he is going ham the whole time and is giving it his all. Let me tell you, he like, I just, I just watch it, watch him and rewatch it, watch the other T-Birds, watch all of them because it's just, it's so funny to see them all just going crazy, going ham. But so what's interesting is, so Kaniki in the play sings Grace Lightning, the character, because it's his car, you know? But so apparently John Travolta was a bit of a diva in, during filming, like that, literally the director has said that. Um... And he wanted the solo in Grease Lightning, so he sang it. And was always wanting close-ups and stuff. Like, during the scene where he's stranded in the drive-in, they wanted the wide shot, right? So they could get the fun, you know, the iconic uh, drive-in movie previews and stuff. Um, cartoons, they wanted the wide shot so they could get that. But he was like, um, aren't you going to get a close-up? And they're like... <laughs> Um, no, we already got our close-ups. We want to get a wide shot so that we can, like, you know, have the fun stuff in the background too, not just your face. Anyway, yeah, and some more behind-the-scenes interesting things. So Jeff Conaway played Kaneki in the movie and apparently had this huge crush on Olivia Newton-John. Nothing ever happened between them, but he definitely had a crush on her. And then met her sister, fell in love with her, and they were married for, like, five years or so. So interesting i think that's so funny uh yeah I, I that's a little known fact that no one really knows about um and oh speaking of henry winkler jeff conaway he made an appearance as a gracer on happy days a few times so if you look closely you can find him there um and then everyone knows the iconic chacha de gregorio if you don't you should 
uh, I love her. She's an icon. Um, she had an ectopic pregnancy, which is one of those. It's apparently really painful, and you're supposed to have serious medical attention if you have one of those. She didn't. She wanted to keep filming. Um, I guess to not move the production schedule back. Uh, and so if you look in the car race scene, like at the drag race, she is like leaning on cars the whole time and stuff and like just sitting down and everything because she's literally in pain because she has this terrible pregnancy. So look closely next time. It's interesting, um, which I don't know how she did that whole dance during hand drive and all that. It's beyond me. I don't know how like good for her. Um, yeah, what's hilarious is Lorenzo Lamas is the guy, the blonde, I don't know his name in the movie, but the blonde guy who Sandy starts dating, who's kind of buff, the football player. Um, so his dad is Fernando Lamas, who is this Latin guy. If you look up Billy Crystal being Fernando Lamas, it's hilarious. He used to have a show um, and he was this kind of singer and he's like, oh, marvelous. And it's so funny. Um, but so Lorenzo Lamas, random casting. Like, I don't really know what else he's in other than Grease. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure he's in a lot of other things, but I've never seen it. Um, and I don't know why they make him blonde. <laughs> he's just there. Like, it's so funny. Um, yeah, hilarious. And Vince Fontaine. Vince Fontaine is my favorite character. Clearly, I he's my life inspiration um <laughs> he's just so I just it's my dream to be able to talk as fast as Vince Fontaine um very underrated character I think you know go watch that back and be like oh he's actually doing a great job and he's really cool and is this dancer guy like yeah sure he's a bit of a creep dating Marty or trying to get with Marty um literally at a high school dance but it's funny he's a funny character I just love Vince Fontaine <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, so if anyone remembers the character Eugene, the kind of nerd who they just bully literally the entire movie, um, <laughs> he is charged right now with fourth degree burglary, two counts of trespassing, and one count of disturbing the peace. Um, and he's supposed to go to trial, but he can't because he's undergoing mental health treatment. But I think, I was like, what? I saw A, the Olivia Newton-John headline, and then B, the headline right after that that he had to go to trial or couldn't go to his trial because of all these charges um i think there's an assault charge against him anyway interesting not not so nerdy i guess <laughs> those bullies really uh, messed him up um which the amount of bullying in that movie which i don't even know is it bullying or is it just pranking like putting was it a rat or a snake or something in uh, patty simcox's bag you know tping everything in the dance which apparently the dancing it was like 100 degrees the whole time and for the lighting they had to keep the doors closed so they all don't look the cast doesn't look back on that scene fondly but that's literally one of my favorite things and if you <laughs> i hope everyone just remembers that one guy who i think is supposed to be drunk in the movie and he's just dancing with his mouth open just like shaking at the at, in the in at i guess sandy's dancing i don't know He's funny, but, um, yeah. Now, so Frankie Avalon, I love him. So he was the teen angel in the beauty school dropout scene. Fun fact, I was a beauty school dropout for Halloween one year. 
I literally got hair rollers, stuck them all together and covered it in tin foil. And then um, my grandma helped me make this silver dress to look like the kind of robe things they were. It was honestly, it was so good. It, we, I did it very well. It was great. But so Elvis, crazy, almost played the teen angel. He was a little, way too overweight at the time and I don't think could have handled it. But he literally died during filming. So um, the role obviously couldn't go to him. It went to Frankie Avalon, which I think was a good choice. Um, he did a good job, which, for, okay, first of all, Beauty School Dropout, that song is so hard to sing along to. I love to sing along to music when I'm, you know, doing whatever. But that song is so hard because it starts so low and then goes really high. And the range is crazy and I just can never sing along to it. Um, but so fun fact about the whole Beauty School Dropout thing, he had a fear of heights and, you know, it's that huge, slip, like, shiny staircase. He was too scared to go on it and almost didn't film that song. Like, that song didn't even ha almost happen because of his fear of heights. And they were just like, come on, man, you got to do it. And so he did, and he did a great job. But it's just funny to me. Um, yeah, I love Grace. Also, let's talk about the flying car. The flying car, everyone is like, huh, what does that mean? I know lots of people have conspiracy theories like there's a theory that they died <laughs> there's another theory that sandy so you know in the beginning where um john travolta's like i saved a life she nearly drowned you know when she like says she drowned so people think she did drown and that the whole time sandy's in a coma dreaming all of this up and that the car i guess is the ending or like her waking up or something i don't know I just think that was just the movie and they just decided to put that in there, which is what the director said. Like, they just don't even know why it's in there. It's just for fun, um, which I like. I like that. And so one thing I do love of the ending, though, is the yearbook. So, okay, the opening sequence, apparently the director and everyone just hated it, hated the cartoon, everything. And like, come on, if you're making a cartoon in the 70s, that's how it's going to look. If you look at any cartoon in the 70s, it looks so weird like that. Um, I love the opening sequence. It, I think it what a great start to a movie. Yeah, kind of random that it's a cartoon, but I liked it. Everyone likes it. Grease is the word. Um, and then I like the ending when it comes full circle, plays the song again, and it's the little yearbook. And you're like, oh, I remember that part of the movie, and which I just saw like half an hour ago. I signed it and whatever. And it's cute. I love that part. Now, one thing I want to talk about. Um, with this movie it's hilarious how unknowingly inappropriate for children it is like, i guess it's not exactly a kid movie but it is a musical so it's not necessarily an adult movie either um but like i was at least six watching that movie i know all my friends and i were six years old and seven watching that movie and we're outraged that my one friend couldn't watch it we were like oh, you haven't seen grease you're not allowed she's like no why she goes it's there's too much kissing and i guess we um maybe i fast forwarded it i don't know but i definitely know a lot of the jokes and everything went right over my head right over everyone's head like i didn't know no one knew and then you watch it back when you're like 13 14 and listen to the soundtrack and you're like oh oh maybe that's a little inappropriate 
which I don't care, you know, little kids, it goes right over their head. They talk so fast, you don't even know what they're talking about. But it's, I find it so funny. Um, and everyone just loves it. Everyone's like, oh, what a cute movie. Aw, uh, she <laughs> changes for him and it's in inappropriate, whatever. I just love it though. It's, yeah, it is a cute movie. Now, something some people don't know. So I love Grease. It's one of my favorite movies. I've established that. Something people don't know is that there is a sequel. There is a Grease 2, which I, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. I almost like it better than the original. I love Grease, but I love Grease 2. <laughs> it totally bombed in the box office, was expected to be a hit. It was not. So the original idea for Grease 2 was it was supposed to be the original cast in summer school. But I think by that time, the original cast is this was in like early 80s, right? So the first one was 1978. This one was like, I want to say 81 or 82 or something. Um, I could be wrong. Anyway, so yeah, the original idea was for the cast to be in summer school, but by then, a lot of the cast was already super famous, so I doubt they were going to do that again. And so the cast is with, so basically the premise was they just redid the movie, but flipped it. So Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. That's kind of where she got her start, because right after that movie, she did uh, Scarface. So I don't know. <laughs> what they saw in her they were like oh yeah she'd be great as a mobster's wife anyway so michelle pfeiffer plays i forget her name stephanie stephanie <laughs> she plays this girl stephanie who is a pink lady and she's just like cool girl uh, i wear leather mm. and yeah and her ex-boyfriend is a t-bird adrian zamed who also played danny zuko in greece on stage and Lorna Luft, fun fact, is another pink lady who Lorna Luft is one of Judy Garland's children. So Liza Minnelli's half-sister. Fun fact, she's really cute and really, she's actually really good in that movie. Um, and so basically it's Sandy's cousin, who's this guy in the movie, I think his name is Michael, Michael Carrington. Yes, he's this English guy um, played by Maxwell Caulfield. And he comes in and he's like, I'm Sandy's cousin. And Frenchie's in it, uh, Coach Calhoun and the principal and Blanche are all in it. Um, so a lot, a lot of the original cast, Eugene is in it, um, which I don't know how, because isn't, shouldn't he have graduated by then? Anyway, yeah, Frenchie's going back to high school, so she's like showing him the ropes, exactly how she did with Sandy. And basically, he turns cool for her. Because she's like, oh, I don't... And so the the thing is, it's not about cars anymore. Cars aren't cool. Motorcycles are cool. Um, and they don't hang out at the diner. They hang out at the bowling alley all the time. And so there's a great there's a great scene where they all just are singing in a bowling alley and they're dancing with bowling balls. And it's literally, it's just the best thing I've ever seen. And Adrian's Med, who plays... Uh, what's his name in the movie? I don't remember. But anyway, he sings this crazy high note and it's great. Maybe it's Johnny. It's Johnny. His name's Johnny. Um, it's just so funny. Uh, and the guy from Happy Gilmore's in it. He's one of the T-Birds. Um, it's just so funny. And yeah, I love it. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's just a funny movie. And so she's, Michelle Pfeiffer's like, oh, I don't want to date you. You're too square. I want to date a cool writer and sings a whole song about cool writer and like what she wants to see, what she wants in a guy. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll buy a motorcycle. And he literally learns how to ride a motorcycle for this girl. 
and has this like undercover um identity <laughs> no one knows who she is he is and she starts dating his undercover identity not knowing who he is and then eventually he's like oh my god you're the mystery guy and they sing a whole song called who's that guy and it's so good and it's like a talent show it's great i love it um it's just a lot more fun i guess uh it's hilarious and the dance numbers are great it's really good but um yeah it's so funny and the guys in that movie let's talk about this i don't know if this is too much information but they were ripped like adrian zamed who was on the show called dance fever he was ripped and very good looking and maxwell caulfield also like it's just this movie of all these underrated tan good looking buff men but what's hilarious is he was married to this woman at the time of the movie he was i want to say early 20s in that movie right his wife was 18 years older than him he was already married and his wife was this actress juliet mills who was 18 years older than him and so he's walking around at the grease 2 movie premiere with compared to him looks like this little old lady because she literally was very little it was so funny uh but an interesting parallel john travolta during the filming of the first grease he had or sorry before grease because she had died during before filming but his girlfriend was 18 years older than him this lady diana highland which is very funny not funny but like weird coincidence that the leading guy in both of these movies um dated someone like way older than them anyway but uh yeah i i love grease too and i think people should watch it it totally bombed people hated it let's say that people absolutely hated it i don't know why but somehow it kickstarted michelle pfeiffer's career and then everyone else kind of went downhill um maxwell caulfield was basically blacklisted and no one liked him it was like oh he's the worst and was like i guess the people grease makes you not like the nerd characters and you're like oh he doesn't ride a motorcycle or a leather jacket then he's a loser but i don't know he turned cool in the end oh my god and there's a whole luau instead of instead of the fair there's a literal luau and it's awesome that inspired my 18th birth or 19th birthday party theme i was like i need to rock a hula luau that's how you know i was watching grease too way too much during covid um no but the first time i watched that movie it was so i could not keep it together because i was ready for it to be really bad because i've seen so many things of people going oh the worst movie ever in life never watch it uh, uh, uh. or people just not knowing anytime i mention grease 2 to someone they're like there's a grease 2 and one was like oh yeah oh yeah there's a grease 2 um so i just find that very funny but i was literally laughing the entire time and oh tab hunter's in it he's in damn yankees he's very famous like really famous people so it's so underrated and i literally i was laughing so hard i was like oh my god and there's this and there's that it's just it's just so funny um and so the choreographer for grace one who's this lady directed grease two so if you watch it and watch grease one let me know what you think of the differences because you can t- i find personally there are subtle differences you can tell the first movie was directed by and written by a man not that that's a bad thing but just you can tell it's a, from a male perspective while the second one is more lighthearted and 
I guess I don't want to be, you know, sexist or misogynistic, but it's definitely more girly. And that's probably why I like it more. Because <laughs> a girl directed it, a girl choreographer too, which is important. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, it's just funny. I like it. Um, cool writer, hilarious. And you know what's crazy? So if that movie hadn't bombed, there would have been way more... Um, Grease sequels, you know? So they had written other scripts for Grease movies, and you know what? They were used to make High School Musical. I'm not even kidding. High School Musical was based on um, the Grease, like scripts for potential Grease sequels. So think about it though. Same school colors, red and white. Um, it's the same premise. Like, think about High School Musical 1. They met on a trip, right? Sandy and Danny are like, oh, this is the, I don't want that to end. She meets him New Year's Eve and they get each other number. Oh my gosh, hi, I love you. This is a crazy weird experience. So same thing. They meet on a trip and then somehow she's a new girl at his school. And, oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I'm so nervous and scared. My new school. Um, and then they're like, Sandy? Danny? Whatever, they have that moment where they're like, oh my gosh, Gabriella, I know you. Uh, but then try to play it cool in front of their friends. Like, literally, it's this. As I'm saying this too, I'm having such a breakthrough. I'm like, wow, this is exactly the same thing. Uh, <laughs> he's a cool guy because he's jock and he has to keep his image up. But like, he wants to be in a musical with her because she wants to do. And he's like, uh, I'm conflicted. Like, Danny going into sports to be a jock for Sandy changing for her but also not changing because that's what he really wants to do so I guess maybe High School Musical had a bit more of a better message than Grease because they were just like don't stick to the status quo be yourself be you know do whatever you want be, you can be a mathlete and a jock and be in the musical you know um which Grease was just like yeah you better put on a leather jacket to get that guy back <laughs> and smoke <laughs> drink <laughs> um which i thought was really funny but isn't that crazy just like when i think about that i'm like yeah it's so right and sharpay is patty simcox <gasps> oh my god sharpay is patty simcox um ryan is eugene maybe he's not bullied but he's definitely eugene um who else what's his name corbin blue is kanicki like it's cr it's so it's and um, oh my god, I forget her name. Gabriella's friend, whatever. And High School Musical is, um, you know, Frenchie because she's showing her the rope, showing around the school. She knows everything, knows everyone. Like, and they're against each other. Uh, like, I just, I can't get over it sometimes. I'm like, wow, crazy. Real quick before I wrap things up here, I want to talk about Grease Live. The atrocity of Grease Live. Now, some people loved it. Some people loved it. Now, at the time, I didn't really know who Aaron Tevitt was. I, and I had seen Les Mis after that, and I was like, oh, and he's in Grease Live. Um, and so now, looking back, I can appreciate him a little more, but not a fan. I honestly, like, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great singer. He's a great performer. But I didn't believe him to be. He wasn't as effortlessly cool as some of the other actors playing T-Birds in the past. So I was like, oh, he's trying really hard. 
the lady who played the principal, not my fave. I was kind of, because the other one, like in the movies, she's so cool and like pretty and just like she's cool and fun and everyone likes her even though she's a little you know tries to be prim and proper but she's cool this one they were just like oh clean cut american students like come on chill out um what else oh my god and then making eugene a t-bird i was like please no that's not what's supposed to happen which yeah that's the nicer thing to do <laughs> but no one wants that <laughs> um I didn't like that. I I love Kiki Palmer. I think she's great. No tea, no shade, but she bothered me. Everyone, oh my god, there was this one girl. I don't even know her name, but she wore glasses and had ponies. She played Jan and was just like talking like a baby the whole time. I was like, no, you need to chill out. You need to take a second. <laughs> that's I get it, but that's why TV and musicals are so different. Like. You definitely have to play up everything when you're on stage and there's no microphone for you and you are try trying for people to hear you and like, like I've been on stage, you know, and I know it's different than acting in a movie or show, right? But when it's a televised thing, it's so annoying. You're like, oh, Jordan Fisher was pretty good. He wasn't bad. Um, Carlos Penavega was, in is that his name? Carlos? You know, Carlos from Big Time Rush. He was in it. Um, he was fine. I think they could have found a better Kaneki, but whatever. Um, now, nah, overall, I was not a fan. Oh my god, and Julianne Huff! I forgot about that! Oh, She's a great dancer, I will give her that, she's been dancing literally her whole life. Um, now, nah, it bothered me when she was in Footloose. I have- honestly, okay, people are gonna come at me for this. I have not even seen the new Footloose with Miles Teller and- uh, Julian Huff because it angers me so much. I don't. I should make a. I need to make an episode about movie remakes and sequels because I don't like them. I'm just a very much a traditionalist, and I don't. I. If you're gonna watch Footloose, that's the exact same story. Watch the real thing. Literally watch the real thing. I love Footloose, but like, which Footloose on its own isn't my favorite movie anyway, but I love it. And so Footloose with Julian Huff and like this whole new cast and new music and all. Like, please, please, I, I don't want it. Um, anyway, yeah, Julian Huff and the, oh, I'm from Salt Lake City. <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. I just thought she overdid it. It was just overdone. Yeah, it was cute. Like, the, some of the original cast was in it from Greece, Greece, and I thought that was very cute. Like, um, Didi Khan, who was Frenchie, and, uh, Duty were both in it, which I was like, oh, that's cute. That's nice. But, um, yeah, no, I... I couldn't handle it. Have I seen it multiple times because I recorded it? Yes. But did I enjoy it? No, I loved to hate it. I know lots of people loved it, so I respect your opinion, whatever. You I, you probably hate Grease too. I love Grease too, so, you know, let's agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Grease 1 and 2 are my favorite. They're totally up there. I love Grease. And I love Olivia Newton-John, so it's very sad to see her go but obviously she's a very beloved figure in Hollywood John Travolta and everyone else has been posting really nice tributes to her so this is my tribute to her thanks Olivia thanks the cast of Grease I love Grease um and that's where we're gonna, we're gonna end it off today just saying I love Grease <laughs> which I think everyone does I don't know if there's one person 
I've met who doesn't like Greece. So yeah, let's leave it off there. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, make sure you follow Instagram for updates and things like that. It's at Paloma Ella Mode. Um, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. We have TikTok too, so it's also at Paloma Ella Mode. Yeah, send in your thoughts, send in your opinions, text me, DM me. I don't get that many DMs, so I will probably respond to them. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening. Have a good night, everyone.